TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. So me and my dad do a podcast. <clears throat> I mean, my dad and I. Better. Go! Hey guys, welcome to the Dad and I podcast. I am Josh Campbell. I am Dad. I am Paul Campbell, and I am I. Welcome back. We're back. Hey guys. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Where have you been, Paul? A lot of places. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I went to Florida mm-hmm. and Chattanooga mm-hmm. and LA. Wow. Florida, Chattanooga, Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. How was it? Pretty cool. Which one? Chattanooga? Yeah. Yeah, that was the coolest. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> what was going on in Los Angeles? Um, I went to a leadership summit mm-hmm. where we came up with a service project. Yes. You do service stuff. And it accounts for 20 service hours. Does it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I'm done with service hours for the year. Do you think it'll take them at your school? Yeah. How, have you cleared that with them? No. Oh. Well, I can't do it until I get my computer back. Okay. And I get it back when I go back. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. What else did you see in Los Angeles? I saw the Hollywood sign from like three miles away. Yeah? And I saw Jack Sparrow having a conversation with Darth Vader and Spider-Man. Whoa. So Johnny Depp. Yeah. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And then Disneyland. Uh, That was cool. Went on some rides. Went on some roller coasters. Yeah. How was that? It was pretty fun. They weren't that bad. Yes. So can you can you give the old man some credit here? No. Why would I do that? Well, I mean, you've never ridden roller coasters. Yeah. And what was my prediction? What was your prediction? That at some point you were going to go to an amusement park and there would be some girls saying, "Come on, Paul, let's ride on a roller coaster." They weren't all girls. And you said you would never, you wouldn't care, and yet. You went on. Okay, but if I didn't go, I would have to hang out with a really mean kid. Uh, well. <laughs> I would have to, like, babysit him. Right. So you've got... I'm going to go to Sephora? No. Space Mountain? Yeah. Right? Thunder Mountain. Matterhorn. All the mountains. Yeah. Not Splash Mountain. Not Splash Mountain. Well, this is a big step <laughs> forward for you. So now that when, now when we go to Disney World, are we going to be riding roller coasters? No. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. What about that one that goes upside down? Mm, Is that <laughs> a little too advanced? More risky. How about the uh, the Hulk ride that just shoots you? Are straight we going out? to Universal? I'm just saying, like, hypothetically. No, no, I'm not going on the Hulk ride. Okay, so I'm not going on the Dueling Dragons ride either. Right, the one that you hang upside down. Yeah, we're not doing that. No, yet. we're not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so my if I want you to get on those rides, I have to bring. All right, let's just get into it right now. <laughs> okay, you're done talking about yeah. this. All right. So, Disneyland, thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right. What else in, in L.A.? Did you see any street signs? Go to Pico. Yeah. To Mulholland. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Sun, yeah. we went on Sunset a lot. And that was cool. Yeah. Some big houses. The Sunset Strip. Yeah. You were in Beverly Hills, Westwood. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of cool stuff. And what are your review of all the people in Los Angeles? They all seem a lot better than you. Better than me? Better than anyone. Oh, yeah. every, everyone in general. Why is that? I'll wear really you got to cool get on clothes. the mic. Everyone can hear me. <laughs> I can't hear you. You're just deaf. All right. Go ahead. That's true. 
Oh, Everyone man. wears really cool clothes and drives yeah. Benzes, mm-hmm. and they all look cool. Yeah. It just makes me mad. <laughs> well, you look cool. <laughs> you got to up your game. Yeah, to, I mean, there's really style. cool people there. Yeah. All right, so we've been gone for a month. We got a lot to talk about. I yeah. think we're just going to be doing one segment of what's popping pee. I have 11 things to talk about. You talked right over the thing. So let's do one segment. What's popping pee? There. <laughs> you got 11 things. 11 to talk. things. Okay, everybody buckle in. I hope you've had a snack. Because here we go. Number one. All right, we're beginning with Drake. Okay. His new album, Scorpion. Trash. Oh. Garbage. Heard it here first. Worst thing since, uh, what was his first album? Thank Me Later. Okay. Worst thing since that. What's wrong with it? It's so boring. Oh, wow. And okay. it's not... It exposed him for playing Fortnite with Ninja on his son's birthday. Wow. And, how, uh, how is that? Because the, one of the, tit- the title of the song addressing like his son and stuff mm-hmm. was his son's birthday. Mm. And he was playing Fortnite with Ninja on his son's well, birthday. Well, I mean, you, you can play Fortnite and on then, your son's birthday and not be a bad dad. Also, think. it was very just a bad album. Poorly wrapped. Mm-hmm. Poorly put together. Like wrapped in plastic? No, like poorly. <laughs> Come on, poorly put together, poorly wrapped, like the, you know, the packaging. No, okay, sorry. Okay. I'm trying to be funny. I'm just trying to be funny. Was very funny. <laughs> uh, he didn't come back at Pusha T mm-hmm. in any way that would, I would count as a response because it was so weak. Right. And Pusha T just killed him so bad. Mm. Yeah, it was a bad album. But there's 24 songs on it. That's a lot of content. Yeah. I mean, but how do you, is it just like, so do you think he'll put that out on vinyl or I mean, how many records would that be? 24. I mean, it is, I don't know, probably two at least. Yeah. But like it had 170 million streams on Spotify in the first day. So that's success. It got like 10 streams an hour for a little bit. 10 million streams an hour for a little bit. If you had to pick one song off the album to be the, the one that people will know. What would you say? I mean, probably Mob Ties. That's just because of Jay-Z. Oh, Jay-Z's on yeah. there. Okay. Any other rappers on there that we need to know about? Make me do research now. I'll, I'll look at it later. Okay. We'll come back to that. All right. So Drake's new album is a pass. Will yeah. you download it? No. You're not even going to... Oh, I've listened to it. I just refuse to download it. I oh, refuse okay. to give him a download. Oh, wow. He okay. featured Michael Jackson on it. Okay. And I think Mariah Carey, too. Okay, is that a good thing or a bad? Uh, it's it's it was news. Yes. Okay. So he just sampled them, I guess. Yeah. It's really not a good album. Okay. It's so bad. All right. What about number two? Uh, Brockhampton. Yes. They said that today they're dropping uh, "Things We Lost in the Fire" radio, and they have it up. It's just there's no music on it, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Okay. And they're supposed to they were supposed to come out with their album in June, and now this is happening and it hasn't come out with anything yet. How do you have a radio station with no music on it? It's just there. It just gives it's it has like a logo and everything and a description and no music. Huh. What's the deal? Who knows? Are you just waiting for people to sign up or I no, you don't even have to sign up. I think they're just I think it's just like uh releasing music throughout the summer on it. Oh, so it's basically you've subscribed. You don't have to subscribe to you can't subscribe to it if there's no music on it. The only options that you can do with it now are follow on connect or share editor so you can follow it 
And so if they post new music on it, you'll know? I think you can, fo- if you can I think that means you can like look at the hashtags Ev, and talked about it. So Brockhampton is your favorite music collective. Yeah, a musical collective. Yes. They're not a band. They're not a band. They're not a rap group. No. They're a musical collective. Yeah. And how many albums do they have? Four albums, three l- legendary great albums, mm-hmm. and one pretty good album. And so why are you interested to hear this new... Okay, yeah. so one of their members got kicked out because he was a bad dude. And the name, his name is? Amir Vaughn. Uh-huh. And so the seven vocalists, there's 15 members, seven vocalists. Okay. Kevin Abstract, Amir Vaughn, formerly, Matt Champion, Joba, Bareface, Merlin, and Don McLennan. Okay. And what do the other eight guys do? They produce the music or they do like the, they make the videos. Yes. Or they like do the advertising. Okay. I guess everybody has a job. Who's your favorite non-vocalist in Brockhampton? Uh, who's the spiritual guru? Probably Kevin Abstract, but he's a vocalist. Oh, okay. Well, who do you think is the the heart of the band? Kevin Abstract. Okay. He founded it. Okay, so Amir. So Amir got kicked out, but he was like one of the most important members. He brought harsh flows, the edginess that, and he brought political commentary, mm-hmm. and he talked about racism. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that and he brought edginess every time and mm-hmm. there were some songs that were literally just him and those are some of the best songs uh. the best song heat is because of his verse okay he carried some of their albums okay like he's now, really important and so you're interested to see what what are they without amir yeah because if he does if he's not there matt champion has to bring the the edgy and funny and clever lyrics that Amir brought. And do you think Matt Champion can do that? He can, but he has to do it every single time. That's a lot of a lot of responsibility for Matt Champion. Yeah, we're going to have to get like Matt Champion from Sweet every time. Okay. Or Matt Champion from Junkie every time. So what is Amir doing now? No one knows. Nothing. He hasn't said anything. Okay. So we're waiting so let's say comes out there's no no one replaces Amir it just goes in a different direction would you be okay with that like no one brings the edginess the rawness I mean no because they released one song well they didn't even release it they just performed it on uh, the Tonight Show mm-hmm. and it was not good okay it needed Amir okay so you think this might be but what if they come back and everything is fine and you like it then, that's fine then is that does that make them even better in your mind that they're able yeah to if they can do- overcome losing their probably second most important member. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I don't know if they can. So everybody keep an eye out, Brockhampton. You Will need, they survive this summer? You need the all-around greatness from Kevin. Uh-huh. Every song. Kevin Abstract. Yeah. Okay. The cleverness of Matt. Champion. Matt Champion. Uh-huh. Uh, the energy of Merlin. Mm-hmm. The, weird, the weirdness and unpredictability of Joba. The hooks of Bareface and... The fast flows of Tom McClinton. So everybody's got to bring their A Everyone. game every time. And Rommel Armani has to bring the best beats that they've had yet. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Wow. So let's see what they can do. All right, what's number three? Are people looking at you? No. <laughs> Tyler, the creator, has come out with eight songs uh-huh. that are just throwaways. He's not putting an album together or anything. Like B-sides. Yeah. Okay. They're all they're all really good. The, so you, well, they're throwaway songs, mm-hmm. and so you think 
these are just things he worked on, and you thought you really like it? Yeah, these are just things he's putting together really quickly and just throwing them out, mm-hmm. and they're really good. Better than what he's been putting out lately? Well, no, because he had, like, years to put together. He comes out with an album every two years, pretty much. Yeah. And so he had two years to put together an album, which was fantastic. Yeah. Maybe better than Kendrick's album from wow. 2017. What was that album called? Tyler, the Creator album is called what? Flower Boy. Flower Boy. Yeah. That's the one he put out. Yeah. And now he's put out, like, an EP. No, he hasn't even put out an EP. He's released, releasing singles. Okay. And, well, Flower Boy's not his best album. Wolf is his best album. Okay. So. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're all, like, he did a remix of Bring It Back, which is probably the worst one he's come out with, mm-hmm. but it's still really good. Okay. So Bring It Back is one of his songs. No. It's yeah. someone else's song. Oh. But he just remixed it and put his own verse into it. Okay. And it was, like, a really good verse. So bad, but... Bad as compared to the other Bad ones. Bad compared to the but still other seven. Fire. Fire. Right. Okay. The best one's Okra. So. Okay. So, so far, that's just, we got three things so far. We got Drake's Trash. Yeah. Trash. Brockhampton, To Be Determined. Yeah. Tyler, The Creator. It's supposed to have been determined by now. Yeah. Tyler, The Creator. Also back, Earl, baby. Earl Sweatshirt. He's coming out with his album. Okay. Hasn't. All right. What's number four? Uh, Boogie Cousins. Boogie, NBA free agency. He signed for the Warriors for one year, $5.3 million as the best center in the league. Yes. Well, I think, ridiculous. I think you're focusing on this story because you don't want to talk about LeBron James. I mean, I'm talk- it's next on my list. I think you wanted to cover up because your prediction of... Uh, do you have that queued up, Gil? Oh, oh never mind. Where you said uh, LeBron James... Is staying in Cleveland. I thought he would. Well, you're the one that is supposed to be okay, predicting well, stuff was for wrong. Us. So, and so now, the- so Boogie Cousins went to the Warriors <laughs> for five point three million dollars as yeah. the best center in the league, right? Which is crazy, right? So you know my theory on all this. I don't really care. Well, I'm going to give it to you anyway. Okay. I think these guys they grow up. A-U and it teams. used to be, yeah. What? I'm sorry. AU teams. Yes. Yeah. Well, it used to be you played on your high school basketball team. You became the best player, and you you grew up knowing how to be the best player on your team and how to handle that, right? Mm-hmm. But now kids play on their high school teams, but they transfer around so that only the best players play together. And then you go to your AAU teams, which are basically all-star teams, and so you never become just the best player, right, mm-hmm. on your team. Yep. Everybody's awesome. Then, if you're Boogie Cousins, you go to Kentucky, where, once again, everybody is just an all-star and awesome. Then you get into the league, and you're on the Pelicans, and you're not even the best player on your team, but you're also not surrounded by all-stars all the time. Yeah. So these guys are just raised to be on teams that are all-star teams all the time, and if they can do it, instead of and just win and win and win and win... And instead of trying to make your teammates better to to build a team the way that it used to be, now they just want to be on an all-star team where everybody's the best. Now you're done? Right, so the NBA is just an AAU league. Yeah, everyone knows that. I know, but I'm saying they, that people are surprised by that, but I'm not surprised by it because this is the way these kids are raised these days. Millennials. <laughs> All right, so LeBron went to the Warriors and yeah. the Lakers, mm-hmm. and um, I think he'll just not make the finals this year and try to 
do whatever he can with the team he has right now. And then next year they'll try to get like Jimmy Butler or maybe Paul George. What do you think about the rumors that Luke Walton's going to get fired and Phil Jackson is coming in as the coach? I could not care less about coach rumors. Yes. I just think it's interesting. I think Phil Jackson coming back. I think they wanted LeBron at the Lakers, but they didn't want to give up anybody else to really build a team around him. So now he's got LeBron, and then you've got Lance Stevenson, which is ridiculous. If they're willing to trade those young pieces for Kawhi, I think they should. They should, definitely. But they're not going to. I know. I mean, is Lonzo Ball worth keeping on, keeping hold of? I know, but the, they is Brandon. If I'm Ingram, the Spurs, they have to have Brandon Ingram if they're going to trade Kawhi. For sure, and they're going to have to have like Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, maybe Josh Hart, and Lonzo Ball. That's sacrificing your entire future. No, Brandon yes. Ingram, but Kawhi Leonard is not like an over the hill. I mean, he's in his prime right now. Exactly. So you're going to need. So, but you, but do you, would you, you would pass up on Kawhi Leonard? No, I'm just saying that's what they're going to need. I would say, give me Ingram and Kuzma, take him, I want Kawhi. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy who's been in the MVP conversation. Yeah. No one has that same conversation about Kuzma or Ingram. But they're still like 20 years old. I know, but like potential is only, I mean, if LeBron won't be around when those guys reach their potential. How do you know Brandon Ingram's not going to turn into MVP in eight years? In eight years, in eight LeBron's years. going to be long gone in eight years. If I'm LeBron, I'm going to say... So you need to focus for when LeBron's Kawhi gone. Leonard. No, LeBron's not going to be playing forever. <laughs> I know that. I'm sorry, you're getting heated now. I don't, I don't want to upset you. <laughs> don't you think the Cavs wish they had like Brandon Ingram or Lonzo Ball? So they could have a future after LeBron leaves? I don't think that those guys are... Like, I, I mean, Lonzo Ball, I don't think, is someone you want to build your franchise around. And Brandon Ingram hasn't shown me much of anything other than, yeah, he's kind of freakishly athletic, but I haven't seen him do anything that makes me go, oh, that guy is a championship caliber player. Well, he runs the pick and roll really well. Okay. He can shoot. Okay. He can slash. Okay. That's number four. Right. <laughs> avoiding it. Now. I, no, I, don't, I just don't want to get into the NBA thing. All right. Summer League. <laughs> number five, um, Summer League. Grayson Allen and Trae Young got a fight. Yes. Because Trae Young tried to, like, Go up for the shot. The highlight three. of the Grizzlies season. Jaron Jackson with 29 points yes. in his debut. Yes. 8 of 13 from 3. But Trae Young tried to like get get fouled on Grayson Allen on a three-point, and then he ended up like lifting Grayson Allen up and dropping him. Yes. And then so Grayson Allen just like ran into him, and they both got texts. It's interesting because usually when these Duke guys come along, they're really annoying in college, and then they just kind of disappear. Like Yeah, just that's like, Grayson Allen's job to be like – I know, but like at J.J. Redick, everybody was like, uh, J.J. Redick, why won't he just... And then he, he comes into the NBA, and he's he's a serviceable role player there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the, uh, so, but now Grayson Allen was like the villain of college basketball forever, and now it seems he wants to continue doing that, right? Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, and then Marvin Bagley dunked on Mo Wagner. Hard. Yeah. And he's about to play uh, DeAndre Ayton tonight. Right. So, yeah. Well, that, I, I just sent you a, a thing today that said Marvin Bagley played 28 minutes and had two turnovers and one point. I mean, he blocked, he dunked on Movog now. Okay. Sounds like trash to me. Sounds like the Grizzlies dodged a bullet on that one. 
All right. Well, <laughs> um, right now, after the performance in two games in the Summer League, would you rather have Jaron Jackson or Marvin Bagley? Marvin Bagley. Okay. You're, you're willing to. I'm willing you're to willing risk. to wait, yeah. wait more than two games in Summer League. I mean, he's the best player in the draft. So. Uh, bold statement. All right. What's next? Uh, World Cup. World Cup going on. Who do we like in the World Cup? I like England. England? Okay. But I don't think. I think you know, Brazil's probably going to win. Right. Which is going to suck. Because if, you know, like, we have Brazil, I mean, we have England and France and Belgium all doing well, that would be cool. Yeah. But, well, it seems to be like a resurgence this year of European soccer. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Germans won it last time. Spain was supposed to be good until their coach got fired. Right. But this year, everybody coming in was talking about Brazil. There were some people saying Uruguay has got, you know, mm-hmm. they got, then you got Argentina with Messi. So a lot of people had high hopes for the South Americans, and now Europe is... But even the teams that people talked about, Spain, Portugal, those teams are out. So I think it's been surprising. There's been a lot of upsets, fun. Yeah, Mexico. Mexico in the early stages. So it would be a bummer if it just ends up Brazil wins again. And really boring. Yeah, but we'll see. Who likes Brazil? Uh, there's a lot of Brazilians that are in Neymar has spent a total of 14 minutes on the ground throughout the World Cup. <laughs> so he's a flopper. I mean, he rolls around a lot. Yeah. All right, what's next? Um, Meek Mill released an album uh-huh. yesterday. Also, Future released an album yesterday. Uh-huh. So I haven't listened to him yet. Okay. So I'm Meek sure Mill and Future. Those yeah. are two of your faves. Mm. Well, you like Future, though. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, is that it? Uh, X got shot. Ah, uh, okay. What? How to say his name again? XXXTentacion. Okay, so he was. Give us the rundown of what happened. Okay, so he was in his car in. Uh, well, give us a review of who he is again. So he was like the original, really famous SoundCloud rapper. Like Chance the Rapper came before him, but mm-hmm. XXXTentacion was the one who was like, he brought SoundCloud into the, the mainstream. Okay, and he was really loud and controversial when he first came out and then he started making like really sad like emo rap music mm. and then he made like a a very hard to pin down album a few months ago oh. like it was everything okay did you like it yeah it was pretty good yeah I, he's nowhere near my favorite okay but he is a favorite of a lot of people so now okay but also controversial mm-hmm. i mean he had a lot of domestic abuse situations he's in jail for a while is in jail for a while got into fights arguments so he seemed to be living on the edge and so how do you how do you kind of can you separate the artist from the art in these types of situations where you've got someone who is living sort of a crazy violent life rapping about it and things like that and do you can you separate that I don't know. Can you? You? Yeah. Personally. I can. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of hard to sometimes. Yeah. Like, I still listen to Rockhampton. Right. Like, the old stuff. Right. But, you know. But, I mean, he is a bad person. But he's dead now. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, tell us what happened. He got shot in his, in his, in his hometown. Miami. Around Miami. Right. And, yeah. He got shot. He died. So, he's 20 years old. So who can we compare him to? Like, do you think that is he going to be a Tupac type, where his legacy and 
and legend just continues to grow after his death or I sure hope so cuz I think he was really talented. Okay. Like incredibly talented. Okay. Like he would he was one of the most versatile people to come out in the last 5 years maybe. Hmm. Like he could do everything and I really wish he had been able to come up with more stuff cuz you could see him evolving through his music. Okay. And you know maybe maybe I don't know. So that's you know if you if you are a rapper or if you are like even like a punk artist or something like that it's not just rappers but people who who kind of live these extreme lifestyles and that's where your music and art comes from is it possible to get yourself out of that lifestyle and, and still create the art that you do yeah that's one of those paradoxes so rip xx tension xx tension tentacion all right what else that's it that's it. That's 11 things? Yeah. We went through them? Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you think of all those things? What is the most? So number one is the is the Drake album or what? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the number one thing happening. Yeah. All right. Who is going to be the next rapper that comes along and, and takes over for Triple X? Well, I think he, all of his SoundCloud contemporaries are going to do that. Yeah. Like Ski Mask and Trippy Red. And, you know, I think Tyler can do it, really, but he's already been doing that. Right. So it's kind of, there's not a lot of people like him. Right. All right. Wow. That's a lot of information. That's a lot to digest. How long have we been going for? Where are we at now, Gil? 26 minutes. 26 minutes. Okay. Let's take a break, and we'll come right back. Hey guys, this episode of Dad and I is brought to you by the Spillet Podcast. Spillet is true stories told in front of a live audience here in Memphis, Tennessee. We record our shows and put them up on the podcast here on the OM Network, and we'd love for you guys to check it out. Look for Spillet on the OM Network. Welcome back, everybody. And now we are going to do a segment of These People Are Not Your Friends. What do you think about that radio voice, Paul? It's pretty darn good, isn't it? All right, man. <laughs> All right. This segment is basically I'm trying to get Paul to stop watching The Office all the time. How often do you watch The Office every week, Paul? Daily? No. Like When's the last time you watched daily. it? <laughs> three times. I mean, three not times daily. weekly. Three times weekly. Not daily, just three times a day. Three times weekly. <laughs> you've restarted. I, yeah. I came in the other day and you were watching the pilot episode. Yeah, I'm starting from the beginning. So you've rebooted. We're about to get one of the best ones, the basketball episode. <laughs> so how many how many times have you gone through the seasons? Three times? Oh, like the full run of The Office. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. Okay. But that doesn't include just picking and choosing your favorite episodes. No. So this has been... So there are other shows. And this is one of the issues I have. With your generation, you oh, youngins. My generation. <laughs> Back in my day. I used to walk up. I used to walk uphill both ways. Just I to, would never do that. Just to watch Friends. That's ridiculous. Just to watch Friends. Yeah. We had to put wood into the fire. Yeah. But back Shell then. Coal. Back then, I think 
we didn't have as many choices. So you had to just watch what was on. You guys, I think, have the choice to, to watch whatever you want, right? Yep. The possibilities are endless, but I think you guys are intimidated by that choice, and so you just keep watching the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I'm really the irony, by the, choice. the irony is that you ha- you can watch whatever you want, but you just watch the same things over and over again. Well, I can't watch whatever I want. Huh? I can't watch whatever I want. You can? No, I can't. Why not? Because you guys won't let me. Well, within the limited boundaries of what we will allow you to watch as your responsible, caring parents. Very limited. <laughs> very limited. Then uh, what are the limits? Uh, nothing good. Like what? What do you want to watch? I want to watch Pulp Fiction. What's Pulp Fiction about? Uh, it's about a bunch of crimes. That would be cool. All right. <laughs> so that's, you want to watch Pulp Fiction? Yeah. All right, what else? That's it. That's it. Okay. So of all the infinite choices... And the boundaries that we have put on you. The What's one Game of Thrones about? Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's That's about a, a one, bunch though. of fighting and, and people getting killed and, and all okay, sorts great. of stuff. Okay, you want to watch that? Yeah. Okay. You should so, watch Scarface, too. Yeah, let's get <laughs> Just go ahead and just go. I remember, I think I watched Scarface with my dad. Oh, yeah. I think he just fell asleep on the couch, and it came on, and I just ended up watching it. Oh, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like the early days of cable, that that was like the infamous one that everybody got to watch while their parents were asleep, Scarface. So what else? What else have we been keeping you from? I don't know. Those two things. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. The Tarantino Ovur altogether. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I don't even think I'm saying that right. All right. So I was looking at, so again, I think that you, there are a ton of shows out there that are better than The Office, dare I say, and way better than Friends. So I was looking up one of uh, my favorite shows, News Radio. Not a very good show. Which is awesome. I watched a couple episodes. But then I found a list of must-see TV, and I started thinking to myself, this is the history of must-see TV starting in 1979. The Thursday lineup was Buck Rogers in the 25th century, and then Quincy, medical examiner. About this coroner, Paul? Oh, yeah. And then followed by the Rockford Files. To me, that's a murderer's row. Quincy? Okay. So then I started going through and looking at what are some of the all-time must-see lineups. In 1982 and 83, you had Fame, Followed by Cheers and Give Me a Break. What's Cheers? Cheers is a good show. Do you know you know Cheers, Gil? I can't. I do, yeah. and it, I've probably watched it, but I couldn't tell you. Other than the Sam and Diane reference, yes, I can't tell you anything. They about had that the in Guardians of the Galaxy too. The Sam and Diane, yeah, yes. yeah there's the reference to me. But what about Give Me a Break? You know that show? Is it about Kit Kats? <laughs> no, it had no. I'd watch it if it was about Kit Kats. <laughs> Give me a break. And then in 83, you got Give Me a Break, following then Mama's Family, Family Ties, and Cheers, followed by Hill Street Blues. And then I say 82 of those shows. 84, 85, I think is the best. This is like the Yankees. Cosby Show, Family Ties, which we already talked about. Cheers. We never talked about it. We talked about Family Ties. What's it about? It's about, they have the bad, forget it. Uh, fans of the show will know what I'm talking about. It's the one with the bad. Jeez. <laughs> it's the one with the bad. Uh, remember the opening credits that I didn't like. It's got Michael J. Fox. That's it. not a bad opening credits. <laughs> you want to hear it again? 
So at 84, you got the Cosby Show, which you're not interested in. No. Okay. Family Ties, Cheers, and then Night Court, followed by Hill Street Blues. I don't know. What's Hill Street Blues? That's a, it's a cop show. So that was, pro- that was probably their best year. But then you get into like 88, The Cosby Show, A Different World, Cheers, and then L.A. Law. And Wings. Wings was a good show. Mm. Did you ever watch Wings, Gil? I did watch Wings. You That's... watched Wings, but you didn't watch Cheers? Tony Shalhoub and yeah. uh, Michael Hayden Christensen. What is that guy's name? Yes. Michael Hayden Thomas, maybe. One of Thomas three... Hayden Church. Cri- yes, that's what it is. <laughs> All three names. Yeah. My parents loved Wings. Wings was good. It was like the wine spritzer of television shows. Yes. It was very white. Very white. All right, 9192, Cosby Show, A Different World, Cheers, Wings, L.A. Law. That's pretty good. But then you get into 9394, and it's Mad About You, Wings, Seinfeld, Frasier. Followed by Homicide Life on the Streets. Good show. Okay. Do you know anything about it? I'm taking your word for it. (laughs) I think Seinfeld 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 still holds up. Really? Yeah. I still Come like on, Seinfeld. Come on, dude. You, you, it holds up uh, for When me. did you watch Seinfeld? I watched It comes on on Nick at Night. I watched, Does it really? I think so, yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it comes on on something. It doesn't come on on Nick at Night. Or something. I, mean, like I used to watch Nick at Night when it was like I Dream of Genie yes. and Dragnet yes. and all that stuff. And now it's Seinfeld. Yes. Probably The Office will be on there sometime in the yes. next... Oh, yeah. It's like George Lopez... Hey, I used to watch that on Nick at Night. Dinosaurs. So then you get into like a weird era. Like they. So 95, 96. Friends is at the 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock spot. Seinfeld is at the 8 o'clock spot. And then, and then ER comes on. You ever watch ER? No. So, <laughs> so then you get this like string of shows that try to be like Seinfeld, like. Hope and Gloria, The Single Guy, Boston Common, Caroline in the City, Suddenly Susan, Just Shoot Me, Veronica's Closet, Jesse, Will and Grace, which actually is back now, Inside Schwartz, Leap of Faith, and then Scrubs comes on in 2002-2003. What's Scrubs? You don't know Scrubs? This is like a doctor? It is. Yeah, it's a it comedy is. doctor. Did you like Scrubs? Not really. Yeah, I never was that into it. Uh, in it? Someone made it a joke once that only only chicks dug Scrubs. <laughs> like it, it was a real chick show. I used to watch hey, Just Shoot uh, Me, though. Gil, we don't say chicks on the, oh, Dad, so Night sorry. Chi- the Dad Night podcast. Yeah, we no, Just Shoot Me was decent. Yeah, it yeah. had, uh, what's uh, his name? Uh, David Spade. David was Spade, chicks and dudes. that's right. Chicks and dudes. Oh, we do say it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I apologize, Gil. Paul says they're fine. Chicks and dudes. I'm glad, it, I'm glad it can go. <laughs> all right. So I would say, I, it's just like reading through this, all of these shows, it's funny how much these shows have all like had like a big part of my life. I mean, like if you look at Cosby Show, obviously, Family Ties, Cheers, A Different World, all those shows, you should go back and do all of those, Paul. Yeah, for sure. Like of all of those, just from the name alone, which is the one that is most interesting to you? What was the one about Homicide? Homicide Life in the Streets. Sounds pretty interesting. It is pretty good, actually. That was that was by the same guy who did The Wire. I don't know what The Wire is. It's like one of the classic shows on TV. 
and that that was sort of his first yeah, set in Baltimore. I, I think The Wire was on like Showtime or something. HBO. Like that. HBO. Okay, so it was like a HBO series. Have you seen The Wire? I have not seen The Wire. That's a it's a drug show. It's out of Baltimore, right? Yes. Yeah. It is the greatest show of all time. Is it really that good? It's awesome. Yeah, it's very good. I, I like I just recently so why have got into it? HBO shows. Like what? That's why have I not seen it? Well, I mean it has a lot to it's 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 highly depressing. Like it's not it's all about how we are all just part of systems and being completely broken down by it and all of that. Ooh. Does that sound like something that artsy? Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. I would recommend it to anybody. All right, guys, that's going to be the dad and I for this week. We are back. We're going to be recording a couple more episodes, and then we'll be gone again for a little bit. But uh, we're glad to be back with you guys. Follow us on uh, Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. We have a new uh, Instagram, Dad and I on Instagram. So thanks for listening. We'll see you later. The preceding is an OM production. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.